Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. everybody and welcome back to the triple jump podcast it's a video game podcast my name is beth my name is peter and my name is ashton hey guys hello hey. it's tokyo game show week which means there's been a whole load of announcements mm-hmm. and showcases there's an xbox showcase happening right, right now as we record uh, fraser is on standby to send me messages if something really crazy super big gets announced like a Silent Hill Skyrim on your kettle Skyrim on your kettle or a Hideo Kojima or a Metal Gear Solid if yes. any of that happens it's going to buzz but that's why it's not in the title of this uh, of this podcast or the thumbnail because we might not, we don't happen. know we can't discuss it yet because we, it's it's happening yeah. right now uh, but it is an exciting week lots of uh, big announcements that we'll be talking about in our big discussion but firstly Peter Austin how are you uh, I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, thank you. Ashton? Ashton. Uh, She's doing well. I'm okay. Thank you for asking. You're still... I've had a headache for eight days now. Oh, no. Trying to get into this house. Yeah. That you want to just want to live I in. I just want to live in. I'm it. practically live in it, begging them but... to let me give them money so I can move into the house. I'm like, it's here. Here's the money. Please. Take I just want my the keys. So it's going well. But you're not allowed the keys yet because no. they are kicking their heels. <sighs> Some um, bloody gas certificate or something. I don't cares? understand it. I don't care if my flat has gas safety. Just let me what? live in Just it. Let me die it. in it. It's passed it twice, but apparently the gas men can't fill in the bloody form correctly. Oh, no. So they keep having to ask them to do it again. And I'm like, just do it. I'm going to cry. Anyway, how are you, Ben? Oh, no, I'm fine. I already answered. I'm okay. I'm, oh, I'm just feeling a bit lethargic and tired today. Mm. Uh, excited that it's nearly the weekend. Mm. Uh, bank holiday weekend for those of you that oh, live yeah. in the UK that uh, that work for an work for an office business. That's the word. Or that, any business. Or not, except centre parks. Except well, centre parks. Do you know, I got an email from, from Tesco. Did you get an email yeah, from Tesco email yesterday? Tesco. You know, out of respect, all Tescos are closed and on Monday, McDonald's. apart from along the procession route in London, so that th- I assume the staff can wave from the window as right. the Queen goes past. Well, probably I don't really people know. can get water because they'll be out on a well, exactly. Maybe. I think that's and all that's the McDonald's exactly are closed. It. Are they? Oh, yeah, what, McDonald's. McDonald's. Are they? Yeah. Well, that's stupid, isn't yeah. it? That's silly. Uh, either way, though, um, I can't remember what I was going to say. You might have a bank holiday, and if you do, enjoy it. We are. I've. I mean, I don't work Mondays. Are you? Are you taking your bank holiday on Monday? Yeah. 
You are? Oh, you yeah. take it. You're taking yeah, it as well? Because my wife will be off. My wife. My wife. Forced, so. <laughs> Sorry. Ashton Sorry. likes that I've got a wife now. That's the first time ben I've been able first. It's the first time I've been able to do it's that. The first time you've said my wife. My like wife. just casually. Yeah, well, because normally you say Amy. I would say Amy normally, but it, I said it this morning to an Uber driver and uh and I was like, Wow, that was weird. So I'm gonna maybe just try and say it a bit more often so it seems less weird. Yeah. Because mm. um, cool. otherwise one day I'll be with Amy somewhere and I'll refer to her as my girlfriend or something by accident. So, and that would be bad. My wife. My wife. Uh, anyway, rest in peace, her match. Uh, but <laughs> lots of things are closed on Monday. I uh, am looking forward to not doing anything on Monday, mm-hmm. quite frankly. That's going to be nice. And just, kept, you're right. <laughs> you just pulled a really sad face. You're just thinking about Her Majesty. I was just like listening. I didn't know my face was doing its own thing. You just, it, so, it went into sort of like a, a cartoon <laughs> sad I face. Thinking about I didn't notice the sad face. But. Wow. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I, just look, I looked over at just the wrong time. Anyway, uh, it's an exciting time. That's the point. The world is changing. Games are being uh, announced. Triple Jump is not changing. However, the it is, is. it's time to talk about this week's sponsor. Each and every week, this podcast is sponsored by a very, very real video game adjacent sponsor. They allow us to keep doing this show. Keep the lights on, although we tend to turn the lights down just a little bit. Because if anything, they're, they're too on. And that light is broken. So yeah, need that to, light we need to be sponsored Ooh. more, actually. Where's Dead Island 2, the spider? He's there in he the is. corner still. He's still over there. Okay, spider so Watch 2K22. Dead oh, 2K Island 2, the spider, yet. is still alive. Yeah. Uh, he's here. We can confirm. Well, they're here. I don't know what gender that spider is. We said it might be a woman, didn't we? Cause did we? I think so. Did we not? I, I can't remember. It's a spider. That's and it's a spider. alive. Anyway, the sponsor of this week, which I have the ad read right here, we're sponsored by PlayStation this week. Oh. And uh, they are very excited to announce that they're changing the name of a long-running sort of showcase stream thing that they've been doing. They've been kind of lackluster and a bit rubbish uh, for for most of their existence. But after this week's one, which I think most people will will, will agree, it's actually pretty good. Hmm. They are changing the name to State of Hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. Hooray. Hip, hip. So PlayStation's State of Hooray, that's what it's going to be called from now on. And they're all going to be good from they're now on. They're all going to be good, and we're all going to go hip, hip, hooray. Hooray. Are we going to get now. more anime girls in them? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, between that and the Nintendo Direct, I think we have enough anime girls to go around uh, mm. for several lifetimes. The yeah, Chief. that's right. There was a lot of anime that day. There was. Yeah. Um, hip, hip, anime. anime. It's it not. Oh. It's not real. Sorry. No. It's going to be called State of Play, and there the quality will vary wildly between mm. events. Mm. You, some of them will just be rubbish marketing agreements between companies and you know PlayStation. You thought this week's was good. It was pretty good. Mm. Oh, I don't really. I think I know I, it wasn't good because I literally don't remember anything apart from God of War. Okay. And the anime girl going. Well, I mean, God, <laughs> God of War was by far the biggest thing there, but we'll yeah. talk about that in our big discussion later on in the show. Will First we? up, though, what? Yeah. Really? Like ah, I read it wrong. Never mind. What did you? I just thought Ashton, what do you think is going on? Okay. I just well, you're gonna, it's a good thing well, you can only remember one game, so that's well, yeah. that's absolutely fine. We're talking about both the state of play and Nintendo Direct. So Ashton, you have about forty-five <laughs> minutes to think of 
something. Do you want to have a lie down? We'll just call on you and it's you can fine. Do, Fortunately, I'll be going before yeah. you, so you can just say, yeah, I everything was going to bring yeah, everything I like what Peter, Peter said. Peter said oh, the, man, I wish Peter I could just read them. Really good one. Uh, it's time for question one, which is brought to us by one of our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where you can support us for as little as $1 and be able to submit questions just like... Richard Group. Richard Group. Thank you, Richard. What is the collective noun for a group of Richards, do you think? Uh, a, uh... Riches. A riches of Richards. A riches. That's good. That is I good. like that one. I like that. Thank you. Uh, greetings, Bap. What are some games that you have ignored the bad reviews and or hate about and ended up enjoying? Thank you, Richard. Thank, Thank you, you, Richard. I feel like there's a really obvious one that uh, whenever I've played it, I've been like, I can't believe people didn't like this, but it, I just can't think of it. And I've been looking at like, PlayStation game libraries and stuff and desperately trying to find out what it is and I don't know what it is. So I've brought a, a bit more of an obvious answer, something that I've talked about many times on the podcast. I enjoyed Star Wars Battlefront 2. It, it rightly got hate for its microtransactions, but I just didn't involve myself with the microtransactions and I had a good time and the campaign was a little bit boring and kind of rubbish, but uh, you know I liked certain parts of it and I really liked the multiplayer. So there... Suck it. Suck it. Suck Idiot. It. Dweebs. Yeah. Not that's you. Right. Not you, though. Losers. You're not a dweeb. No, all, all of them. But the other one is a dweeb. Right. Yeah, the guy on your left, he's that's a real a dweeb. dweeb. That's a real loser right there. Um. So, yeah, I think there's something else, but I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> when was the last time you played Battlefront? Have you played it recently? No, no, not for a long time, but uh, it's probably been about maybe maybe two years now. In fact, it might have been... Did I play it? Have I played it since COVID? Probably not. Mm. I think we're talking pre-COVID, actually. Since the PS5 PC. launched, maybe. Well, yeah, probably, yeah, pre-PS5, so... Um, I'm yeah. surprised. I mean, that game may well have had some sort of compatibility patch, but I'm surprised that one hasn't been ported to PS5. Mm. I think... it looked pretty nice anyway. Well, yeah, it did, didn't it? I think there was some kind of upgrade or... or yeah, I think you could... Because I, I think I nearly picked it up again on PS5. or not. I don't mean bought a copy. I mean, I nearly just played the one that i already own digitally mm. um so i think you can play on ps5 um but i'm not sure because i haven't done it okay uh but yeah um the the closest thing other thing that i could uh, think of was a game that wasn't necessarily really negatively reviewed but it was um there was a huge spread it was really mixed reception which is the order 1886 mm, yeah um, some people hated that game for being short and kind of not as involved as yeah also the ai was bad yeah, yeah that's <laughs> really right. bad um but I, admittedly i never got around to finishing that game because something else came i mean i i didn't play it on release i played it some years later and then while i was playing it something significant came out and i just kind of put it aside mm. and left it but it is actually something i want to when i move into the new house i want to um just kind of pick up a few old games that I've not completely finished yet. I think I might still own my copy of The Order, actually. So, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed what I played of that, and uh, I think it was unfairly, unfairly badly reviewed by some people. I do, I do remember the jokes going around at the time that you have to wait until it costs eighteen pounds eighty six right. before you before you buy yeah. it. But yeah, people really didn't like that one. That's a really good. I forgot all about that, but mm. I really enjoyed the world at least. Yeah, exactly. And the presentation, like, it was a gorgeous game, but there was. Not a lot going on gameplay-wise, and 
I just wish that I wish they did a sequel. But yeah. then that studio was it Ready at Dawn? I think yeah, they got they got bought by maybe Google Citation Needed and then just went to work on mobile games. Mm. So I don't think yeah they were sent down the stadium mines. So I don't think uh, I don't think we'll ever get a sequel to that. I'm fairly sure Sony owns the IP, but the world was. It ends on such a good cliffhanger, which yeah. I won't tell you about. No, no, but don't. Uh, but yeah, I, that's a shame. That's a I good. Worldwise, I also enjoyed Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which I've talked about before. Um, which is, I mean, it's less less fantastical, but it's still that kind of creepy, oldy, worldy, gothic Victorian London, mm. and uh, that didn't review. Oh, I like so Syndicate. Well. I enjoyed it. It, I, it didn't review badly in in that sense, but it came off the back of um, was it Unity before that one? Yes. So I think people went in feeling like. Assassin's Creed is rubbish and it probably didn't review as well as it should have done. But mm. I still enjoyed just exploring oldie time London. Mm. So, yeah, those are a few. Well, like Peter, there's definitely going to be one that's really obvious when I think about it later on. And I'm going to be like, oh, of course, why didn't I mention that? Um, but one that I don't necessarily think it kind of counts, but it also kind of doesn't count is Cyberpunk 2077. Right, because yeah. I got the game when it first came out but I didn't play the game until about four months ago because I was like, yeah, I'm really excited to play it. Got it for Christmas. And then I was like, I'm just going to wait because I know that like everyone's having all these issues. It's really buggy. It doesn't work on PlayStation 4. So I was like, mm, I don't want to play it yet because I don't want to like make it bad. Because people said like the story is really good. If they'd played it on PC where it kind of worked. Uh, it was like a really pretty game and they really enjoyed it. So I was like, well... Everyone says it's really bad, but I don't want to like ruin it for myself by playing it now. So I'll wait. So I did wait and I really enjoyed it. But um, obviously I waited like two years before I played it. So I don't know if that counts entirely. Um, but also the other one is The Last of Us Part 2. Obviously people didn't like that game yeah. very much, did they? There was some, some anyway. negative. Yes. The, the vocal people. Yeah, games. there were some negative responses to The Last of Us Part Two, which some of them were warranted, but most of them were not. Um, and I don't think I, I think I'd picked it up, but I hadn't again got around to playing it before. Like it was all kind of all this stuff was coming out, and I was actively trying to avoid any spoilers. Like I didn't want to know what was going on, but like there was obviously all this like vocal again minority that are just like this game is the worst game ever i hate this game this game sucks the player characters are so rubbish and i was it. like yeah yeah i've never played this game but it's got a woman in it and i hate it Ew. um but obviously i was like well i'm just gonna play and see what it's like and it definitely like i said some of the criticisms were warranted at the last of us part two but i did really enjoy it so I haven't played it since actually. I was thinking about this the other day. I haven't played The Last of Us Part Two since it first mm, came out. Like yeah, I've only played it once. And I do kind of have that on my radar to play again at some point, but it's just quite sad, isn't it? I feel like yeah. I just like <laughs> I Super just can't Yeah, I feel like I need to be in a headspace where I'm like, I'm feeling good today. Let's ruin that. It's funny because the first one has some, you know, real points in it where you're like, oh, okay, wow, this is horrific. But like mm. For some reason, the second one, like as a uh, kind of, is more consistently horrible. Yeah, I think, all it's the just way an through. assault. There's yeah. no like, yeah, there's like no kind of breaths of fresh air. It's just yeah. like just really constant punches horrible. to and the that, throat. Like. That is a criticism that I do understand, and like a, a very valid reason for people not to want to play the game is that it is just relentlessly depressing mm. the whole way through and you might not want to do that to yourself and that's understandable but it is it's a phenomenal game it's yeah. so so good um 
I have more giraffes in it, I think. More giraffes, yeah. yeah. More giraffes, please. Really long game. Hmm? You've not played it? No, I have played it. I just haven't played it since it came out. Mm. Right, Like you, and I got the platinum trophy, and then I was like, back on the shelf. I'll play you maybe in the future. It didn't get a PS5 port. It got a compatibility patch, I think. Mm. Um, So no doubt they'll release it on PS5. It's not on PS5, is it? I don't think so. I might have to check. I don't know. I'm it's fairly sure. Release. Yeah, like, I don't think so. I'm fairly no. sure they didn't natively port oh, it to PS5. They, they, um, like, didn't upgrade or anything yet. I, don't think. I, do, I do like you. I want to replay it, and I think I'll just I'll wait maybe a couple more years and then go back in when I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. When I'm ready for it. When I need bringing down a bit. When yeah. I'm really too just too happy. Yeah. yeah. Things are going too well. On my wedding day. Yeah. I'll play a bit of Last of Us <laughs> Part Two just to really like you know humble me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's the trick. Yeah. Uh, is that you yeah, on? That's it. I've got a couple because I played some real stinkers on PS3 back in the day. I played all sorts of stuff. And this one isn't so terrible. It reviewed sort of 77% Metacritic average on PS3. And that is Singularity, which I've spoken about before on the podcast, which has has big Bioshock energy. Mm. Uh, You've got this sort of like time device on your wrist that can reverse sort of the the state of... uh, an object or in some cases a person so you can like if it's all destroyed and rusted you can point your thing at it and it's like a time dilation device you can rewind it back to an, its original state and go up the staircase it's a bit spooky nice. it's set in i believe it's set in russia it's been a very long time since i played it but uh, i bought that because my friend was raving about it and i knew the reviews weren't so great it was made by raven software i want to say who are now just on perpetual call of duty duty and I imagine most of the core team that worked on that game have since left. Uh, but I was really impressed with this game and uh, it stuck with me. And I wish that there was an easy way for me to replay it. Although I know if I go back now, I'd probably be like, this is just crap. Yeah. This is the worst. Um, the other one I've got down here is a definitely worse than most uh, PS3 game, which again, I've spoken about on this podcast before. It led to the return of Matt Hazard, which comes in as a, as a, a at a certain, uh, what is it? Certified fresh, that's Rotten Tomatoes, mm. isn't it? At a certified fresh, 51% Ooh. on Metacritic. Um, this is the game that is a rubbish, I want to say first, but again, it's been a long time, first person shooter. But it its core sort of conceit is that it parodies other games. So it's really silly and self-aware. And at the end of a section, Matt Hazard, who you play as, will just go down a warp pipe from Mario for no reason. He'll just like hop down a green pipe, which I'm sure teenage me thought was just the most clever and amazing thing Mm. ever. But adult me and probably the adult reviewers who review the game were like, this is just a series of bad references and it plays like crap. Did get the platinum trophy in it. I remember that being really hard work because it was particularly awful. Uh, But... I did, on the whole, I have pleasant memories of that game, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. play it again today. So. <laughs> I was just checking the Metacritic review score for Bulletstorm, which oh, is a yes. game. I mean, it got 75%, so it probably doesn't really count. But I seem to remember, I don't know. My my memories of that game now are that I didn't like it because I've talked before about how every single character in it is an absolute ass. Yeah. And I just despise the entire cast. But um I remember that I played it all the way through. And typically, if I don't like a game, I won't. I'll just say, screw this. I'm not wasting time on this. But mm. for some reason, I played it all the way through. So maybe I enjoyed it at the time, gameplay-wise. I don't know. 
Um, it might have been, I think I borrowed the copy though, so maybe I felt obliged mm. to mm. give it back and go, oh, how about that ending, eh? Um, so maybe that was the only thing that got me got me through it. But. I have far more stories, and I'm sure you guys are the same, of games that people are raving about that you just don't connect oh, with yeah. at all. Oh, yeah. If the question was uh, the way around. Yeah, I've got so many, so many examples, but I... It's not something I pride myself on, but I do tend to. In fact, we spoke about it on the podcast. Like I, I have sort of an eighty percent Metacritic mm. sort of cutoff for most games, where I'm like, I just don't have the time or the money. As interesting as these games might be, I, there's too many games, and there's too many good games mm. yeah. that that uh, that I'd rather spend my time and money on. Especially uh, indie games, I find that yeah. you just hear about these indie games that are taking the world by storm on particularly on steam mm. and i'm not against indie games as a concept like oh i won't play any indie game but you just hear about all these ones that people are raving about but it's maybe just below 80 percent, and it's like oh but it's got an interesting art style and an, uh, a cool mechanic and it's like there's just too many of those yeah. like i appreciate that you know lots of people are enjoying it but i just can't sit down and play loads of roguelike side scrollers and stuff i just i can't well, speaking of indie side-scrollers, mm. uh, it's time for a section we've never done before where we get to talk about something. I'm not sure what it is. Ashton, do you know what it is? We talk about what we play in. Oh. It's what we play in time. Time to talk about what games we've been playing. Peter, what have you been playing? My PS5 is in our box. Damn it. Uh, next week, or this weekend coming, it will be unpacked from the box and because uh, we will be in, in a place where I can actually plug it in and play it on the television. Amazing. And I want to play Stray, and I want to play a game that you're going to talk about, um, I yes. think, uh, which looks interesting. The unless, Order 1886. Yes, uh, that's it. Uh, unless you're about to tell us that it's rubbish. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but I did manage to, both on stream and off stream, um, before I moved, well, I'm on stream, it was after I moved, but before I moved, I managed to finish Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Yes. Uh, which was really good. I had a good mm. time. And um, I, the credits music is just ridiculously good. It sounds like some sort of anime intro theme. It has no right to be as good as it is. <laughs> it's a it's real a, banger. It's a song all about Pac-Man. Okay. And he's going to whack a whack at and eat everything and power up and stuff. Nice. Mm. And the ghosts are going to run away and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed that game. Uh, it's the first time I played it all the way through. And um, I thought it was great. I think it had interesting platforming to it. You know, it had a few little unique mechanics. And apparently there was a sequel on PS1. So now people who are really, you know, big Pac-Man world fans, I think they are out there. Pac-Fans. Pac-Fans are hoping that um, this remake does well enough that they all do a second remake now. Um, Mm. So, but I never played the second one, so I might give it a go if they do it. But uh, I can't say that I'm desperate for it it to be released. But um, yeah, Pac-Man's the the first game in a little while this year that I've... um, uh, thoroughly enjoyed kind of from start to finish without really any major issues. The depth perception's a bit off, so I was falling off platforms at times. But apart from that, I thought it was really good. Mm. Had a great time. Easy little game. So if you want to, you know, just have a little fun time between some heavy-hitting Last of Us Part 2 or something, <laughs> yes, then maybe give that a go. Um, so, yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. That's nice. it. 
my PlayStation 5 is also in a box. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Damn it. And again, hopefully the weekend, I'll have my PlayStation and PC set up back again. Won't have any internet, though, but that's fine. We move. Um, Ashton and I live together. We do uh, um, in a box. In a box. With our PlayStations. Um, so I have been staying, as we know, with Owen and Emily. Hmm. So I have played the... So Hold on. I've been playing my Switch a lot. I've been, been playing, playing your on, switch my, on my Switch, okay. yeah. I'm playing Mario and Rabbids. Uh, I've almost finished the game. I wasn't feeling very well yesterday, and I gave it a go, and I was starting to feel better. Got to the final boss, and he defeated me once, and I went, no, I haven't got the energy for this <laughs> right now. So uh, I haven't finished the game yet, but I'm really close. Um, I've been playing some Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is the kind of Disney Animal Crossing thing yes. that came out. Um, I'm having a really tough time because I want to keep playing the game all the time and get all of the people, but I don't want to play too much because you can only have one save and I'm streaming it as well. So I'm oh. like, Ugh! and I've missed a week now because I was off on a Wednesday. So I'm like, damn it. So I might just start just doing things and then when I be like, look what I've been doing in my spare time. Yeah, just update. Um, you can only have one save. That's yeah, you a bit can only stupid. have one like one it's a bit like when Animal Crossing, you could well, only I have suppose, one island yeah. per switch, but this time it's like you can only have one save per account. So you can only have the one, mm. which is kind of annoying. Um so Tony Baboni has been Tony Baboni and I have been hanging out in Dreamlight Valley. When you add another user to your switch and start it up. They have the same island. You can, they can come to your island. You can play it two-player, but there's only one switch, the island per switch. Wow. On on per console. Dream Dreamlight. Disney's. Oh no no. Because um, that might give you another save data if you had another user. No? I'm not sure. Oh, I think if I if I'm playing on Xbox Game Pass, so I probably have to have someone else who's. Oh, you're not playing that on. Your no, switch. I've been playing that okay, on cloud gaming on my phone. Right, right. Um, sorry, yeah, no, I've been playing that on mm, Xbox. Okay. If see. I had it, probably if I got it on Switch, I could have another account. Mm. And if I got it like on PlayStation, I could have another account. But I've just been playing on Xbox because I've not had to pay for it. Can you play it on PC via Game Pass? Yeah, but it's the same account. Uh, okay. So if it's say, like because you could maybe play it. No, yeah. On the work PC for streaming. Um, no, uh, everything's on because it's all on the cloud save on right. Game Pass. Oh, so true. yeah, um, but I've also been playing some Planet Coaster. Still can't build a goddamn coaster. Uh, I can. They just say it's too scary because they're wet wipes. Cowards. Yeah, Cowards. Yeah. Um, but I also Owen and I played through and finished the Quarry this week. Oh, yeah. um, different ending. Yeah, we got two different diff slideshows. We got two different endings, two okay. different slideshows. Um, one I. In the stream a little while ago, there's a room that you go into, and if you fail the QTE, pretty much everyone in the room dies, uh, including two player characters. Mm -hmm. And that happened. And we'd gone like a whole game, we'd not killed anyone, it'd been going really oh, well. No. no one had lost any limbs, like it was great. And then we got to this moment, and then that happened, and I had a full sulk, and I said, I don't want to play this game <laughs> anymore. I was like, I didn't, I messed it up. To restart the chapter. And I'm really <laughs> upset. So I was like, and then Owen was like, let's just finish the game and see what happens. But because that had happened, um, the like bit that we played at the end where you kind of like rectify the whole situation never happened because all the characters were dead. Yep. So the game just ended and the music started playing. And we were like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was the first ending I had. It just cuts off that entire yeah. portion of the game. Really? Wow. Yeah. Sort of final assault. Yeah. But then we redid chapter nine. Uh, when we finished it and we saved every character. Did you listen to the whole podcast on the credits? No, but funnily enough, I actually know the two voice actors that... Do you? Do, well, I don't know them personally, oh, but no, I know no, who I'll they know. are. Right, okay. Um, I was a, they're college humour 
um, people from back in the day, mm-hmm. Emily oh, okay. Axford and Brian Murphy. And I hadn't listened to it when we were streaming it. And then when we were, I was like, hey, I know that voice. I know these guys. Um, but I'm a big fan of their D&D uh, stuff that they make. So I was like, I know these guys. I recognize those voices. Hey. But mm-hmm. I got different... Um, a different podcast. I didn't realize there were different podcasts depending on what happened. I think, yeah, depending on what you find. Well, because right? I guess they, they wouldn't sub- say that there was a bear attack if everyone well, survived, they w- right? Well, because people still do die. Well, true. Like, Other but, people um, die, yeah. There was one, the one I got when I saved everyone was this like psycho teen arrested for killing everyone. And it's like, oh. I don't know who, and like I didn't listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, it's long it it's didn't, really long it didn't say like it just took so long to get going that I was like ah sorry I'm turning off um, but yeah there's different like newspaper things and like different mm. um, podcasts if you, depending on what ending you get so mm. just a shame they didn't yeah. put a bit more effort into the actual sort oh, of a final cut scene it sucks it's like really rubbish a bespoke podcast I couldn't credit. believe it when I got there that, that, that's it we don't yeah. see any of these characters interact just a little just... where are they now a yeah. zoom in on yeah. rubbish that's literally what happens in the Crash Bandicoot 1 ending <laughs> <laughs> so it, I mean the, the Fallout 3 did the same thing and that was you know that was heavily criticised for that mm. just postcards rubbish also I do have another question actually Mm -hmm. so the weekend we went to a dog cafe which highly recommend going to had a great time okay Um, and then Owen wanted to buy a new PlayStation 5 controller so we went to CEX Mm. and I saw a game don't buy a second hand PlayStation 5 controller Owen don't do that he's already done it buy a new one they're like three pounds more expensive to get. It was actually one. quite a lot cheaper than getting it. Oh, okay. Um, still have sticky stuff. Was it gunky? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we gunky. it wasn't too gunky, but we did clean it with an alcohol wipe. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, Got to do that. But there was a game that I somehow like completely passed me by that I'd never seen before. That came out in 2020 called Beyond a Steel Sky. Mm. Have you heard of this game? No. Um, Beyond a Steel Sky. I recognise the name. It looks like a cyberpunk, sorry, I'll put it here. It's yeah. like a cyberpunk uh, sci-fi adventure game. And it's got like really good reviews and I've never heard of it. Nine out of 10. And it was sort of like a, yeah, sort of like a PS5 um, box. Cause I'd like, I was looking at the shelf and I was like, well, I know all these games, but I was like, I've never heard of this game before. So I almost bought it, but then I thought, mm, you got paid deposit this week, Ashton, let's not get crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd never heard of it before. So I'm kind of intrigued by it. Have but you watched, have you like looked it up? I've like been looking at the trailer stuff, and stuff. Yeah, it's like a like dystopian city kind of adventure game. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's weird. I'd never, just the fact that I'd never like heard of it. I was just baffled by the fact that it was just there on the shelf in a PS5 box. And I was like, mm-hmm. Who put this here? This is this a trick. Is this for me? Um, Will I buy it? But yeah, I wondered if you guys had heard of it, but obviously not. No, no. I mean, yeah, I recognise the name, but no, I've never played it. Don't know anything about it. Hmm. Maybe I'll buy it. Maybe you should. Not yet, though. Not yet. Though. Get your house in a minute. So you play? That's me. Yeah. That's uh, me. Yeah. That's me. I have played a bit more Cyberpunk 2077. They've added in the new thing now. Edge where Runners. You, uh, what? The Edge Runners update. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Edge Runners update, where you can now do transmog and you can basically make your character wear whatever you want from the stuff you've collected, but the stat bonuses from new gear will still be applied, so you don't have to worry about stuff. As I discovered, there is a fairly significant bug in that you can just make them be naked. Yeah, I thought that might be the case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I put a coat, like it went into the, the the wardrobe, and they were just my character was completely naked. Uh, put a coat on, and it was like, want to save? I was like, yeah. And then, I, because it's first person, I then went to the <laughs> the bathroom mirror to check, and I was like, sure enough, there are my nipples. <laughs> uh, 
so and then I thought, no, I don't want to. I'm I'm not that perverted. So I I did put my character in clothes, fully clothed. Um, but that's cool. That's a nice thing. That I'm glad because I looked flipping mental running around with all the strange gear on that I needed for the best stats. I got so annoyed that I had to keep putting a helmet on because like, I've spent ages on her face and hair and yeah. now you're meaning I have to put a helmet on and you're never going to see no, it. Gonna see it's going to get helmet hair. It's going to get helmet Jeez. hair and I was so sad. It's going to be a whole thing. And I'd have a nice outfit and then it'd be like, mm, do you want to be good? Put this huge coat on. I'm like, I don't want to wear the huge no, coat. No, I want to look cool. Uh, so yes, that's that should have been in there from the start. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of things should have been it in there from the start. Been. But uh, I haven't done any side stuff whatsoever. I've just been doing the main story, and I am yeah. really enjoying the main story. It's super interesting. Um, it's just taken a bit of a turn, and I have been thinking about it, and I want to go back and play it, but I haven't had the chance. Um, but it's it's very good, and it is still sadly let down by. You you get out of this like ridiculously detailed cutscene, this 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 great voice acting and this wonderful story. You step out into the street and someone is like just walking in circles mm. and like uh, uh, sort of pedestrians are bumping into each other like they've got absolutely no brain. Mm. And it's it's such a shame because I mean it, we'll be able to dissect what went wrong with this game for years and years to come. But it, it is still, to an extent, let down by that stuff where it's one part of it is so incredibly good. And then the game part is just kind of still a bit wonky. Well, and on top of that, there was so much hype for it as well. Like yeah. If there wasn't all that hype and then it came out and it was sort of a bit rubbish in places, then it's like, OK, that, mm. that's, that lets it down. But OK. But mm. like it was it was going to be like the greatest game yeah. by, you know, the, the level of hype. That's kind of what was implied. But. Mm. Yeah, it's a shame. Still good, though. Um, mm. Looking forward to playing more of that. Played a bit more Gears of War 2 in co-op on the final mission now, but had to turn it off because I was tired. So <laughs> we'll finish that probably this weekend. Uh, and the Jesus Christ. Can you step any louder? Wow. Uh, the indie game that you referred to that I played last night. In fact, I'm not even sure if it's an indie game. I think they do no, have yeah, a publisher. I, I didn't know it was an indie game. Uh, that one, but, but it is a side-scroller, mm. and it's called Little Orpheus. This came out, I think, a couple of years ago. Uh, Fraser was telling me this morning that it was originally an iOS game, which explains why it's quite so simple. Uh, it came to PS5 this week, or PS4, sorry, this week, and uh, I saw a trailer for it and thought, ooh, this looks really cool. Oh, it's developed by the Chinese room who did Dear Esther and everybody's gone to the rapture. Mm. Uh, and I love those games. And this is a huge departure in that it's not sort of a walking sim, but it kind of is a walking sim because, again, it it it's, makes a lot of sense that it, it was a mobile game originally, if that is indeed the case, because essentially all you do is hold right and jump and it's all narrated as you go it's it's very light-hearted it's a sort of basically just a straight-up comedy it's set in the 60s you play as a uh sssr um not cosmonaut where you get in a giant rocket drill and you drill down to the center of the earth and you find a new land basically and mm. you're trying to claim it for russia um and you it becomes clear that your character has lied about their uh, qualifications. They're just sort of a bit of an idiot coward and they're in way over their head. And the whole thing is framed from the the present day, still in the 60s, uh, where you're being interrogated by a general 
over what on earth went wrong because you misplaced a nuclear bomb while you were down there. Whoops. And so the entire thing is the interrogation played over what's happening down mm. there. And yeah. it's really silly. It's super simple. And it's basically, I would say, the textbook definition of a palate cleanser game Yeah, where you can just turn your brain off and just listen to the fun dialogue and hold right <laughs> and occasionally jump and have to do some very basic uh, problem puzzle solving. Uh, I like it so far. I haven't played a great deal of it, but it's only like four or five hours long. So yeah. I'm going to continue to forge through that. And, uh, and I'm liking it a lot. So consider that. A recommendation if you uh, if you're interested in something a little bit simpler and a little bit more lighthearted, yeah, not as heavy. I was thinking about streaming it. We both mm. got codes. I, I'd never heard of it uh, until this week, and uh, so we we both got hold of it and going to probably stream it. Mm. Mm. So if you're unsure, check out Peter's stream in the coming weeks. Yeah, that's what I played. Time mm. for question two. Well, speaking of recommendations, this comes from Michael Milan. Bap is real. I have just started playing and loving Orcs Must Die 3, a game I only started playing based on Peter's love of the game. Have you ever picked up a game purely based on someone's recommendation? Mm. Mm. I'm glad you're enjoying it, Michael. Well, actually, oh yeah, and loving. Okay. He, yeah, he, <laughs> and hating. I thought he just said, I'm, I am playing Orcs Must Die 3 on Peter's recommendation. I'm not enjoying it, no. but I am playing it. Uh, the Xbox event is over. Doesn't look like we got any crazy blockbuster announcements. Okay. Uh, Nino Cooney games are coming to Game Pass. Deathloop is coming to Game Pass next week. Persona 5 Royal is out in October on Game Pass, and the other two Persona games out next year at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cars. Uh, Cars oh. was a tweet that Fraser did. So I think largely not not a huge, uh, exciting amount of stuff there. But, okay. uh, but there we go. Um, so there are lots of games I've played where someone has said, oh, you, you should give this a go. And I might also know a bit about the game having seen it. Um, and I, I don't think necessarily like there are, there are so many of those that I wasn't sure what to pick. So I specifically looked for games or thought about games where, um, they were recommended to me, but I hadn't even really seen the game or I'd maybe like had a quick look at it and thought that's not for me. And that was like the extent of my knowledge. So uh, Terraria is one again that I've talked about on stream before where uh, I, I saw like maybe not even video of Terraria perhaps, perhaps just screenshots of it at the time and thought mm, you know it was the it was kind of the height of Minecraft uh, or its initial wave it's now in a kind of a second uh, a, a renaissance if you will uh, but in the initial wave of Minecraft's popularity um, Terraria seemed to kind of kind of come out around then and it was like this is just like a kind of rubbish 2D Minecraft. Mm. Like, I'm not interested at all. Um, and then my friends said, we should get a server. We should play it. Honestly, it's good. And I was like, hmm, okay. And uh, we had an amazing time. And we've we've had sort of two or three different worlds. We sort of play it for a while, for, for a few months. And then, you know, we sort of go off and do our own thing. And then uh, we'll start a new world again a couple of years later or whatever. So we've had a few little runs in that and had a really good time. Uh, also, uh, talking of side-scrollers, Inside. Uh, I'd played Limbo before uh, and really liked it. And everyone said, oh, well, you have to play Inside. That's, you know, just as good, if not better. Um, and I'd all I'd seen was the trailer. And I thought, yeah, that looks good, I suppose. I'll play that at some point. And I just never did because it was always one of those, yeah, I must play that at some point kind of games. Um, and then the more I sort of started talking about, oh, I've, I've got to give that a go. 
um, people again started saying, yeah, yeah, you should do. And one of the people was Philip Reed. actually said, mm. uh, you, you have to play that. Try and play it in one sitting. You must tell me what you thought of it. He was really keen uh, for me to give it a go. So I did. And I had a fantastic time with that game. I thought it was amazing. And I can't believe I sat on it for so long. So uh, those are a couple from me. Um, as I say, specifically ones where I'd kind of written it off. Not just like, oh, I'm interested in that. But yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, Ashton? Um, I... Mm, trying mm. to find a word here that I've just lost all the words. Um, I only have one where it's like someone I didn't know. Um, and that's when I was a bit younger when I first got my laptop and I got Steam and Hat Films were playing Viscera Cleanup Detail. Oh, yeah. They did one stream and for some reason I was like, I want that game. So I bought it and then I've never played it. Well, <laughs> I played it for maybe like a few hours when I was younger. Uh, and then like I was enjoying it, but I was like, Okay, and then didn't play it again. Um, but in terms of actual people like recommending it to me directly, um, when I broke my leg, I was pretty sad because I couldn't walk or do anything. Um, and MB came home with a copy of God of War and he was like, I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, just give it a go. You don't have to put much effort in. If you don't like it, you can just turn it off and go back to watching whatever weird rom-com I'd found on Amazon Prime. Um so I did, and I re- obviously really enjoyed it. It's a great game. I haven't actually played it. I kind of feel like I've not got enough time now to play it again before the new one comes out. Yeah, um, same. But I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But I wasn't probably like even, wasn't even on my radar. I didn't even think about playing it. And he came home and he was like, you should you should play this. I'll put it in the PlayStation for you. You've not even got to get up there and put it in. Just sit on the sofa and play God of War and take your morphine every couple of hours. And I was like, Gotcha, will do. Um, so yeah, I played mighty with morphine mighty time. morphine <laughs> time. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed God of War. And then the other thing was the first Borderlands. Um, ben and I had been together for maybe like maybe a year at that point, and we were looking for something to do. And he was like, "Well, I really like Borderlands. I've been playing Borderlands two with my friends. Why don't we give Borderlands one a go?" Um, and I wasn't convinced because all I had was this crappy little laptop that would, doesn't really run anything. I still have it now. It's still crappy. It still doesn't run anything. Um, and I was like, mm, I don't know. And he was like, well, I'll play on my PC and you can have my laptop. So I'd go around his house and then for like the period of like maybe six months that it took us to play it over the course of like an evening, a week, whenever we'd go to his house, like, can we play Borderlands again? Can we play Borderlands again, please? Um, and so he got me into Borderlands uh, to begin with, which is nice. So yeah, nice. those are two recommendations mm. that I probably got there. I enjoyed the games we played. I have just one written down, and that is Demon Souls, mm. uh, which oh, yeah. I had not heard of, and it was maybe a year after it it had come out. Um, and my friend was raving about it, and he was saying like, "Oh, make sure you buy the you do, but go go to this website and buy the the US version because then we can play on." these servers and like there's a different trophy list and i was like whoa hold on buddy (laughs) this doesn't make any sense to me at all because demon souls was released in three different regions there was the japanese one the us one and the european one and i i think they i don't think there was much to do with the servers in terms of i believe you could play with people on the other servers uh with Mm. the different regional versions but they did all have different trophy lists because they were technically separate games and i think they were published by different publishers in all three regions as well so could you theoretically buy all three and get three platinums yes nice yes you definitely could if you were able to play the japanese one in japanese although i imagine it would have an english setting Mm. there on the uh, in the setting somewhere but uh yeah demon souls was one that i 
had absolutely no knowledge of. And I remember I was on holiday with my family and we were in France at like a campsite and I was waiting for my GCSE results to find out if I was going to go to university or not. And I was like, I've failed. I've, I've messed this up. I'm not going to go to university. My mom was like, it's okay. Look, if, if it's, if the worst happens, we'll do this, we'll sort this out. You'll be all right. And I was still like, it doesn't matter. You know, my life, my life's over because it's, it's all about grades. That's what you have drilled into you every yeah. day as a child. Like it's a, it's about doing well at school or you're buggered. Yeah. Uh, so I was going between like the crappy tent thing. We were staying. That's rude. The, <laughs> bad tent thing that we were staying in yeah, that i did rude. that yeah. i did not enjoy and the tiny little reception uh hut where there was wi-fi and i was like connecting uh on my bad laptop and trying to like work out you know see what my results were and i i got just good enough to get to my excellent university of choice right ashton it's about for university best university best in the world best in the world um but also I was feeling so good after that news that I bought like a few games off the internet. Um, and one of them was Demon's Souls because my friend was was raving about it. And uh, I never looked back, by which I mean I hated it and didn't play it again for two years. Right. And then I loved it. Hmm. So there we are. We got there eventually. But uh, that that's my, I would say that's my big recommendation game. Nice. Well, now it's time for something a little bit strange, a little bit peculiar, but also informative. It's time for some weird news. Weird news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. If you want to submit some weird video game news to us, you can do so via the post that goes out on Twitter and Facebook earlier in the week and uh, leave it as a comment or as a reply. And you may get a shout out here. If you want to guarantee a shout out here and become a podcast producer, then you need to go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump supporters at a certain tier and you will get a shout out. Right here. Just like Nathan, G.Y. Goliath, Sean Legg, Walco, 
Robin Wardle. Ellie Nicholas. Erica Hutchinson. Melody uh, L. Oh. oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry, Ashton. Did I do it wrong or did you do it? No, I did it wrong. <sighs> Melody L. Katie Garrett. And Gabrielle Philippink. Thank you, podcast Thank you, producers. Podcast sorry, Ashton. We've got, got a new one that excited. we might not know how to pronounce now, which is... Walco or possibly Walco. Walco. Welcome. 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 Got some weird news, Peter? Yes, I have. It was submitted on Facebook by Jonathan Wong. Uh, and it's from Nintendo Life. Random. Random. Written by Alana Hagues, who says, Random. Random. Billy Mitchell claims Doctor won't see him due to Donkey Kong cheating accusations. <laughs> and a little subheading, according to court documents. Uh, Billy Mitchell, of course, beloved EastEnders character who's mm. been in there for a very long time. What? Um, by this point, if you've heard of Donkey Kong, then you've also probably heard of Billy Mitchell. The former King of Kong held multiple world records in arcade games such as Pac-Man and the aforementioned and the aforementioned, it says. Doesn't oh. say, say the aforementioned King Kong, just Pac-Man Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. and the aforementioned. Yes. But many have since uh, been called into question, with some accusing him of playing via multiple arcade machine emulator. Mitchell desi- denies the allegation. That's all capitalized, so that must be... It's a thing. Mame. Oh. Mitchell denies the allegations and has even taken action against Guinness World Records supplier Twin Galaxies. Now, due to these allegations, Mitchell now, due to these allegations, Mitchell is claiming that his doctor of thirty years is refusing to see him because he believes he's a cheat. In a new testimony shared on Perfect Pac-Man, this rather unusual claim states quote, After Twin Galaxy's defamatory statements of April twelfth, twenty eighteen, one of responding party's doctors, Dr. Stanley Scopit, refused to see responding party after responding party appeared for an annual examination. When responding party arrived, uppercase A, for his examination, the assistant to Dr. Scopit informed Mitchell that Scopit would not see him. Dot, dot, dot. The assistant informed responding party that Dr. Scopit read the allegations from Twin Galaxies. Dr. Scopit sounds like a cool, like, cod name. Yeah. 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 Scope it. Here comes Dr. Scope, Scope it. Scope it. Sounds like a Nintendo accessory. Scope it. Yeah. yeah, it does. Mitchell states that the stress of the case has caused him to suffer from a hernia and atrial fibrillation. This testimony comes as part of the deposition process as he has had to respond to requests for admission and production. Don't know what that sentence means. The lawsuit with Mitchell and Twin Galaxies is ongoing, but this saga has been continuing for a good few years now with no signs of stopping soon. Mm. Originally, Mitchell's lawsuit against Twin Galaxies may never have gone through due to a S-L-A-P-P slap. Slap. That's, that's anti-strategic... I don't know where the A, the A has been dropped, but it's anti-strategic lawsuit against public participation motion. But Isn't this- the A and the S the wrong way around? Strategic lawsuit against public... The, yeah, the anti is like just at the beginning oh, without right. any... It should be an anti-slap. An ass-slap. Yeah. Um, but the state of California's second appellate reject, rejected Twin Galaxies motion. Mm-hmm. Kotaku has reached out to Mitchell's doctor for a statement. Okay. I don't... That's a lot that of words me? there that are English words, but yes. I don't know them. <laughs> Hi, Billy Mitchell here. Yeah, oh cheating at arcade games. Allegedly Doctor's cheating at arcade games. 
I have a hernia. We won't see you, cheater boy. Get cheater out. Boy. Go to a different doctor. Doctor Scopet says no cheaters He's in, in this America. house. He might as well be left for dead. Yeah, that's true. true. Can you imagine yeah. how complicated that must be. Goodness. Ashton, what you got? I have some weird news too. It comes from. Anthony Economu on Facebook. Thank you, Anthony, for Thank sending you, Anthony. this in. Submit it's from Kotaku by Patricia Hernandez, the first lady of weird news mm-hmm. in Kotaku's mm-hmm. um, end. Um, something is kind of wrong with Dizzy Dreamlight Valley's version of Mickey Mouse. It's a classic Mickey Mouse design, but the eyes don't work the way they're supposed to. Um, I feel weird pointing this out because the detail is subtle, but it's been bothering the hell out of me while I played Disney's extremely good take on Animal Crossing. In my defence, though, Mickey Mouse is one of the most iconic and recognisable characters on Earth, and video game graphics particularly let you see into and video game graphics particularly let you see into people's paws now. It's it's hard not to notice something is off in the world of Dreamlight Valley, especially when you've grown up with these characters. The Mickey Mouse design featured in featured in Disney Dreamlight Valley is the standard is the standard if not is the standard if not classic scheme we've all come to know and love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our favorite mouse boy is wearing oversized yellow shoes, bright red shorts and big old white gloves. He's mid-sized so Goofy towers over towers above Mickey quite easily. So far so good. The issue lies entirely within Mickey's eyes. There's something wrong with Mickey's right eye. The larger, oval, the larger oval is misshapen and slightly smaller than the left eye, and the pupil, however, remains the same size. Uh-huh. As Mickey's eyes move about, the effect becomes unsettling. As it, It's as if his eyes are too narrow or close together. Sometimes it's like his pupil is getting crushed by his eye, or like it doesn't fit somehow. The game will, will make the asset clip into each other during some moments, depending on what you do. Mm. So you can pretty much make Mickey's eyes just like bash together and like clatter about inside of his head um mickey's eyes are also designed to follow you when you move around and he's shorter than you so he's always looking up i don't think it's intentional at all but the result is that mickey looks like he wants to murder you half the time his stare is both wrong and weirdly vacant like a messed up painting that's stalking you around the house ready to abduct you um when you're not looking which admittedly might be a great game for the set of Disney's Haunted Mansion, but just feels wrong here. Um, I'm sorry if you didn't notice this before, but now you can't unsee it, because like, like I said, it's a small detail, and I apologise if you still can't see it at all. I'm not sure I would have seen it either if it weren't for playing alongside a bona fide Disney adult, my girlfriend, who then immediately informed me that Disney was inter- Disney has internal guidelines for how Mickey Mouse should be depicted, so she knew there was something very wrong here. I was going to say, I bet it does have yeah. really strict guidelines. Yeah. I know I'm not crazy though. There's a certain pose he does too, where the lower part of his eyes sink in. Where the lower part of his eyes sink in. One register wrote in the thread of Dreamlight Valley forums discussing this very phenomenon. Now I'm left to wonder, Mickey, just what did happen to Minnie, who's missing at the start of the game? What's fertilizing that beautiful garden your beloved wife loved so much? Hmm. Yeah, but he Is looks there a photo weird. Yeah. So like, that's him like looking at you. Oh. Oh, that's not good. Oh. And then there's like other um, photos of him just like with his eyes being a bit weird. Oh, yeah, that's strange, isn't it? One of his pupils is oh, trying yeah. to escape his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Very odd. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Ugh. <laughs> also, he like he constantly talks at the beginning of the game how like he's so sad because Minnie's missing and like he's all he's like literally depressed. Like he just talks about oh, like no. he's like, I don't know how am I supposed to live without Minnie? And you're like, Jesus, Maggie, I just came over here to give you a fish pie. What do you want? 
Fish pie. Mm, delicious. Thank you, Anthony, for sending that in on Facebook. Ben. Ben. My weird news comes from Cameron Keywood, and this one is the one that everyone's seen. It's from GameSpot. The Last of Us remake includes reference to The Office, it seems. It looks like Naughty Dog put a reference to the popular NBC comedy The Office in its recently released remake of The Last of Us. TikTok user Rixele discovered this, explaining that they were taking cover when they looked around and noticed that the room looked very similar to Dunder Mifflin's office in Scranton. It's not a perfect recreation of the iconic office space, but it looks pretty close. We won't watch the video below because we can't. You'll see Pam's desk, Jim's desk. No, you won't see Jim's desk. You'll see Dwight's desk. Come on. I watched this. Jim's desk is used to barricade, whatever. Michael's office and other famous spots from the office, like the couch near the entrance. The room also even appears to include a reference to Kevin's infamous chili incident, with the floor stained to appear as if the hot food was spilled all, o- all over the floor like it was on the show. Jesus Christ. The Last of Us Part 1 was released, and then it's just fluff. So th- there you go. Hmm. Not, I'm going to say it, not a very good write-up, uh, about uh, the office reference in The Last of Us Part 1. Is it actually, like, similar? Like, yeah, yeah, it does it really look like it, really uh, does. Yeah, I saw, like, a TikTok, someone posted on Twitter about it. I hate the the TikTok that they found was rubbish, because they were filming their, their TV yeah, screen. It's that's like, the one I saw. Just press the share button, man. You've yeah. got a PS5. Just how much extra work would it be? Like the lights reflecting off the screen and everything. It's like the production. All the news outlets ran with this story. Mm. Embedding that And video. not one person but thought to go and capture their own. Rubbish. Yeah. Just go in there and get... I think IGN now has some actual screenshots from in there. But it's. I just couldn't believe it. Like The quality of the reporting was terrible. So this... <laughs> I mean, considering none of us have played that game yet. Yeah. Um, the Obviously, the new version. Um, mm. This seemingly proves that it's not a complete like-for-like recreation because surely people would have said back when the first version came out uh hey this has got the office in it they made some little tweaks uh so there might be some additional things yeah that we find so there we are it's weird news thank you very much for all your weird news everybody and thank you to our podcast producers once again it's time for question three james moorhead says (laughs) hello bap hope the three of you would laugh just the way that Peter went, James Moorhead. James Moorhead, are you listening? Sounds like he's in trouble. This comes from James. James James Moorhead. James Moorhead. Hello, Bap. Hope the three of you are doing well. After watching your recent video on games where you make your own fun and thinking about things like Dreams on the PS4 and tools like Unity, Unreal Engine, Game Marker, to name but a few, which might might, might be intended to say game maker i don't know Mm, i think it might be uh to name but a few being so readily available to anyone uh, allow anyone to develop their own game projects it does continue it seems like there's a full stop it seems like a really healthy and exciting time for anyone wanting to try their hand at making a game sorry james i did read this before the podcast but i can't tell if i'm I'm the problem here because you're reading it and I'm like I don't understand what's going wrong but my brain is like it feels like it's on fire so I was like is this an issue like is this a me problem I'll get <laughs> I'm to so the... confused here's, here's all you need to know James finishes by saying so my question is have any of you ever tinkered with any game dev tools and tried to make your own games or even mods as a little project hmm. thank you James thank you James good question James, James. Good question, James. Um, so I haven't really ever modded games um i'd like to but it just seems like a lot of effort to learn how to mm. do that as in making your own mods yeah yeah no I've, I've used lots of mods on pc games before but i've never made my own uh, mods 
Um, and neither have I sort of tried to make my own game as far as I remember. Apart from, I did have a, uh, some software in about 20, I don't know, 2008 or something that was just called the 3D Game Maker. And it was, but it was like, you choose like a protagonist, you choose a right. level. Yeah. And it's like very basic. There was a bit of customization, but it was, you know, mm. uh, fairly straightforward. Um, but one thing that I have always been really keen on is using map editors um, in games. So quite often they're but just sort of an option on the kind of on the front menu of a game. So it's not kind of external software. So Time Splitters 3 and Time Splitters 2 to an extent. Far Cry Instincts, I pl- I've made a lot of maps on that. Um, and I used to play all the Stronghold games. I've talked about them before. They've all got map editors in game. But there was one game called Sacrifice on uh, PC that was this kind of, it was like third person over the shoulder, but it was almost, you could say RTS in that like you would you would um, summon all of these units and then you would like command them around, but you're just like walking around on the, on the ground, like in the world. Um, and that had like an external bit of software that came with the game called Scapex. And you could use that to create your own levels. And there was like... Um, like like logic stuff and like triggers and things like that like you can make events happen and things so i used to play uh play around with that and have a lot of fun with it and people would share stuff online and uh yeah it was a lot of fun but it's probably the closest i've ever got to kind of making my own game or modding is that yeah using kind of external map making software map editing mm-hmm. ashton uh no because I, I tried and dreams, like I did like the like tutorial levels and dreams, but I just don't have the skills or the patience to like do it. I just, I get, I get started, I'm like, I'm going to make something. And then I get like maybe a few hours in, like with bloody planet coaster, I can't even make a roller coaster. And I'm just like, well, if I don't have to, I'm not going to do it because I've lost interest now because it's not turning out how I want it to. And therefore it's bad. Um, I gave Dreams a go, but I didn't give it much of a go. I just liked playing other people's games on Dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's um, the main appeal for me. Yeah, but no, I I haven't tried, and I just I just don't think I have the skill set required to um to build any kind of game or mod or anything. My boyfriend probably does. He's always doing some thing or other, like modding <laughs> something and something looking at other. some kind <laughs> of programming and I'm like, oh that's good. And he tries to explain it to me, but it just sounds like this. Blah, 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 blah. And I don't understand what he's saying. So um yeah, I haven't tried or done it. So Okay. Have you been? Uh I worked in game development for six months, but I wasn't mm. actually making the games. Uh I was just in the production testing area. Uh so in that sense, I have experience, but not in like making my own game. Mm. Mm. Uh, but I did play, <clears throat> excuse me, an awful lot of Little Little Big Planet Two yes. when that came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I made all sorts of stuff in there because that was the first one where you could technically make your own games and not just levels. Like they were, they were levels, but you could make little games in them. So. I made a basketball, like a very rudimentary basketball game. 
mm-hmm. where it was, you know, a little court and they had a power up in Little Big Planet 2, which were like these gloves that could you could zap an object to and then aim and throw it. Mm. And so I had a ball, I had a court, I had two hoops and I'd like put a sensor over it so that if if a ball went through that hoop, it would change the number at the, mm-hmm. at the top. And it sort of worked, kind of. It wasn't, you know, the people are so good at those tools that you'll just go and mm. play any basketball uh, level in Little Big Planet 2 and it'll put my one to shame. But I was very proud of that. I spent a lot of time making that. Uh, so I messed around in the level creator for Little Big Planet 2 probably way more than I did in one or three. And then I didn't really, I haven't touched Dreams' as character creator either. Mm. But that that would be my main, my main hands-on, I would say. I didn't have a PC until this year yeah i never i've never had a pc before um i always had like an an old mac so i couldn't really do anything with it on that front but there is a series that i'm watching at the moment and you may have popped up for you because it seems like it would be up your alley as well uh where this guy is remaking uh simpsons hit and run there's i've seen bits of that yeah there is a video where Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's the same guy or a different guy who remakes uh hit and run in 24 hours or like in a week or something and that's a video but this is like an ongoing series where each week he's adding more things and like he's i think he's building it in unity excuse me i'm not entirely sure which um engine he's making it in and isn't he trying to stitch all the maps together so it's he has yeah world yeah so he stitch it all together he's got all the art in he's like like customizing it adding pedestrians up resing all of the textures and stuff it's really interesting and each episode is like 15 20 minutes long i think their channel is called rubes r-e-u-b-s hmm. i think he's an australian guy i think he's australian oh god he might not be <laughs> uh that's great though that is it's so fascinating i yeah i just don't have the know-how Some really people are it's so just clever. A, it's the kind of thing that you sort of need to get when i was getting obsessed with playing uh playstation games some people get obsessed with making games yeah. and mm. i feel like that that ship has long since sailed for me yeah. it's too late for me to get into that but some of these guys particularly this guy and his youtube channel i think they they got into it as like teens mm. when discord was already a thing and they mm. they've just learned and gotten so good at it that they can just remake entire games and that's fine i follow um, a guy on youtube called Ard, A-R-D, mm. the British guy, and he has kind of created his own, I don't know how you create your own, um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy level editor. So he's made a level editor for wow. the game. Um, and I think actually that was his first kind of experience programming. He said he wanted a level editor for that game and mm. there wasn't one. So he learned coding so that he could do it. That's insane. Um, just he, just learn coding. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, just do it. Coding. So he's posted loads of videos of like completely like new custom levels he's made. He's posted ones where he's like edited levels to have like just interesting things. Uh, and he's done videos as well where it's can you play, can you complete uh, Crash 1 or Crash 3 or whatever uh, if every crate is a nitro crate. Um, and there are points in the game where like you can't get past it without like using really clever, like kind of glitchy exploits mm. and stuff. It's all really interesting. Mm. So, there cool. are some really clever people out there. Well, there we are. Mm. It's time to move on to something rather large. It's the big discussion. Oh. It's big discussion time, time for the big video game discussion. This week it comes courtesy of Dr. Fack. Rio Koki and Jack Bradshaw, who will ask very similar questions about uh, Nintendo Direct and the state of play. We're condensing that into what were the highlights and what were the lowlights. 
Uh, I think we're all bringing along a few from either that we really like the look of and perhaps one slightly negative thing yeah. as well. Mm. Something we didn't like so much. Firstly, though, Peter, what did you make of the Nintendo Direct and the state of play overall? Nintendo Directs don't excite me very much because I don't play Switch um, ever. And even if I did, I would probably just be playing the games um, that are kind of mainstream, kind of multi, multi-platform. multi I mean, I probably wouldn't be playing them because I'd be playing them on my play, PlayStation. But <laughs> if I didn't have a PlayStation and I had a Switch, I'd be playing the stuff that has maybe come across from PlayStation and Xbox. Um, I'm not that attached to Nintendo's uh, IP. You know, I don't even, I'm not even a big fan of Zelda. I know that everyone says Breath of the Wild was kind of the game of the year at the time. And I can appreciate it from afar and think, yeah, that looks great, but it's not for me. So the biggest announcement of the uh, Nintendo Direct did nothing for me whatsoever. Um, but, you know, I I can see that. I can see the appeal for people who are into that kind of thing. Um, as for the state of play, I am kind of in between the two of you, I think. You said you thought it was, like, pretty good. That was all right, yeah. You sort of made a, a, I was a noise. I was different... I thought things. it was um, much less bad than it normally is. I, yes. There was there was like not not a lot of kind of rubbish, boring filler. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, there were a few things that I thought, oh yeah, really good. Okay, interesting. So talk about those in a bit. But yeah, I was kind of okay with it. What do you think, Ashley? Of both? Uh, I thought that there was not a lot in the Nintendo one that I was really interested in slash that was really announced i think that the whole thing was just like what could what guff can we stick around so we can call it a direct to announce the name of the new legend of zelda mm. i know that a lot of people really like a lot of the games or the the franchises that nintendo have i just i find it really hard to to like be excited about them because it's just so not my kind of thing and like obviously i don't want to like you know poo poo's people's th- like likes yuck anyone's yum. i don't yeah. yuck anyone's yum but i just don't have an interest for the the like anime style games like it would yeah. have to be something really really interesting to get me into it because i just can't stand the voice acting yeah. like i just hear the and i'm like no no i don't want it i think a lot of people would be inclined to agree and would then say play with the japanese dub but i don't think the problem's really solved no. because there's still those noises yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, there was not a lot really that I was interested in in Nintendo Direct. Um, lots of farming games. So many farming games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the state of play, I just, I don't, again, there wasn't really that much that I was interested in. There was a lot of obviously like throwbacks to things we've seen before, a lot of like remakes slash follow on from franchises that I'm not really that interested in. So uh, I didn't really take that much away from it. And also it was at 11 o'clock at night, so I was really sleepy. <laughs> Uh, at the time so yeah i didn't really i didn't really care about either of them to be honest <laughs> what do you think of the xbox one did you like that one more oh i really liked it uh really yeah. glad we watched all of it we sure did just yeah. now yeah it's really good uh the direct was was a bit of uh, i mean it was fast-paced it felt at times like a bit of an assault on the senses uh but there were several big franchises that i know nintendo fans are a big fan of uh and i like you guys don't really play on nintendo uh, consoles, I've got them. Don't really play on them all that often, though. Uh, there were obviously some really big announcements, Pikmin and 
uh, flipping Tears of the Kingdom. Or Tears of the Kingdom. Or Tears of the Kingdom. Mm, we don't know. We don't know. But there That's was... probably why it wasn't released in the UK this absolutely, week. Absolutely. They that were was, like, that was mm, why I don't they know if we can put Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, too soon. Uh, but... Yes, there there was an there was way more in that that I didn't care about than mm. I did, and even the ones that I did care about were more sort of oh that's big news rather than oh I'm going to play that and I'm excited for that. Uh, but you know, clearly we're not the target audience for that, and that's okay. I think it was I think it was pretty good, but carried by virtue of the really big announcements mm. towards the end. Perhaps state of play, as I said at the start, I thought this was a real sort of return to not necessarily a return to form but a real improvement over the past few which have been a bit rubbish mm. i think it, there were several games here several games more games than i could actually fit on the list of three ones that we like the look of because mm. that's what we agreed we were going to do just bring three ones that we'll talk about in a second uh that i was actually interested in there were several here even though it was meant to have more of a focus on Japanese games. Uh, that's what they said ahead of time. It Those Japanese games, it felt like, didn't really steal the spotlight uh, in the, at the end of the day. And I was hoping for perhaps slightly more uh, Japanese-centric exclusives. But we'll get onto that now, I suppose. Mm -hmm. What are your highlights from the Nintendo Direct? From Nintendo Direct, uh, my highlights were... Um, well, for a start, I think like some of the best stuff that was on there is stuff that, as I say, is kind of already out elsewhere. So the things that probably would excite me the most if I hadn't yet played them would be Tunic, Resident Evil games coming to Switch. It takes cloud. two. Switch Cloud. Yeah, it's, mm. it's Switch Cloud. It yes. can't run Resident Evil. But um, yeah, so those are all coming. Those are great. But in terms of like three sort of proper announcements, if you can call them that, um, I thought Octopath Traveler 2 looked very pretty visually. It's not for me. I'm not mm. actually going to play it, but I thought visually and graphically, I thought it looked really nice. I like yeah. the kind of mixture of um, kind of, a, you know, it's a sort of a 2D, quite retro art style, but then the lighting that it had around it was all, mm. you know, kind of contemporary. So I thought that was really good. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate that there are some more N64 games being made available. I used to play Pokemon Stadium with my friends uh, after school sometimes. Really enjoyed that. And GoldenEye, of course. It'd be interesting to see if and how the controls of GoldenEye are updated. Um, maybe they won't be touched at all. Um, I suppose they have to because the literally the buttons are different on a on a Switch compared to a, um, a N64. Uh, but, you know, that's great. Um, as much uh, you know for video game preservation as anything else uh, and then also I quite like Diddy Kong as a character because I used to play Diddy Kong Racing as a child so it was nice to see Diddy Kong is going to be in Strikers I know he's been in um, Smash Bros so it's not like the first time we've seen him in ages but you know any love for Diddy Kong is is good in my book so those are like the highlights of my of my Nintendo Direct, which kind of says it all. Um, and I appreciate Breath of the Wild's sequel for what it is. But uh, yeah, that's it. I liked the name of one game specifically. I liked the name Various Day Life. That's a silly yeah. name for a game. Didn't I didn't really know kind of much about the game. I just remember being like, that's a weird name for a game. Mm. I like it. Mm -hmm. um, we're getting some golf in we switch sports uh golf battle royale as well in there 
Battle Golf, whatever they called it. Uh, that'd be fun. And then um, was it Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, the yeah. like remake? Yeah. I'm quite ex- yeah, I'll probably give that a go. Uh, maybe if mm-hmm. I have time. Um, but I like that they announced that you can be uh, male, female, or non-binary character, and you can also romance pretty much any character that you want. So you can live your little queer farmer dreams if you fancy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pikmin 4. Excited for that. We didn't know anything about it. They said, the exciting thing about it is you play from the ground. And I was like, cool. Nice. Um, so yeah, again, I just really wasn't interested in that much. I don't know if it's just the week I'm having or like <laughs> the whole thing. I just was like, oh, okay. I'll tell you one I didn't like though. What's that? Fitness boxing fist of the north. That looks silly. It was a boxing game. It did look a bit silly, Fist yeah. Fist of the North. You're not, you know, you're all northern now. Now yeah. you live up here, so. Yeah, well, I don't have fists to the North. No, okay. <laughs> hope not. Yeah. If we're doing the things that we didn't like as well, my one, yeah. in a way, in a way, was um, the Harvest Moon or Story of Seasons, oh. A Wonderful Life. I'll tell you why. I just don't think it's that impressive considering it's a, they said it's a remake. It's not a remaster. It's mm. been remade. And I've seen some side-by-side stuff on Twitter since the trailer. And it kind of almost looks like all they've done is brighten it, like literally just upped the brightness and it's, you know, HD now or 4K or whatever it is. Like, mm. I just kind of thought, if you're remaking it, I I understand that Harvest Moon has a certain art style and you can't, I'm not suggesting that they make it look photorealistic or whatever, but... I think like you, there's just we've we've come further than that in terms of remakes now like being able to cleverly take an old graphical style and make it look new and shiny and pretty without losing some of the original charm and I think they probably could have done a better job with that. I mean that's just me picking out one specific thing that you know I I thought mm, that could be better but I don't actively hate it but yeah I used to love Harvest Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I think It's a Wonderful Life was maybe the PS one of the PS2 Harvest Moon games, and I really, really enjoyed that game, even though I was absolutely terrible at it. Uh, so I, I'm sort of interested in that, but it's it's not made my list. Uh, the the three that I've got here, are, of course, Tears of the Kingdom, mm-hmm. which is out uh, the 12th of May next year, apparently. Yeah, can we put the can we write the month instead of the date in number form because we we didn't know if it was december or it was may because it was the fifth of the 12th or was it the 12th yeah, it was or the bit, fifth it was a bit confusing if it's not Please got a, a number over 12 you can't yeah. really work it yeah. out uh so it is the 12th of may next year yeah is, is when it's coming up uh we see link diving off a temple he rides a boulder he climbs a vine and then he flies on the back of a big stone bird yeah mm-hmm that was kind of it. Uh, they still really didn't show a great deal there, but I know some people have been starving for information about that game. And hey, by the time it comes out, maybe I will be ready to actually like throw myself into that game because Breath of the Wild was too big and too uh, directionless, shall we say, mm. for me, which is one of the reasons why it was praised so much was that you could just go and do whatever you mm-hmm. want in whatever order you wanted. But for me, it was it's just I, I need a bit more structure. Uh, to keep me focused 
the other ones, the new N64 Switch Online stuff, particularly uh, GoldenEye 64 and Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, but don't have a Switch Online membership and I don't have an expansion pack membership either, so I probably Goldeneye's won't play it. GoldenEye is coming uh, GoldenEye to Xbox. GoldenEye was, yeah. yeah, it's coming to Xbox. That was announced immediately after the Direct and arguably it's a better version because it's got 4K textures mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. You've got the crunch that happens on the Switch. Precisely. Um, and finally, Switch Sports Golf. Out in time for Christmas, free update. Um, I will actually play that. So that's pretty exciting. Thing I didn't like, awful lot of farming sims, almost to the point where it was sort of a joke. Like mm. it just, it may have just been unfortunate timing, but so many of those games had farming elements to them. Mm -hmm. uh, it was kind of ridiculous, really. Uh, there was a lot of uh, Japanese anime stuff yeah. in there, which again has its audience. People love Fire Emblem. Personally, I don't like Fire Emblem very much. Uh, but there were even more games that had absurd names that I've never heard of before. Or maybe they were debut series. No clue. It's just a totally uh, unknown world to me. And it was quite overwhelming, especially when we were getting a trailer, mm. maybe two trailers, three trailers a minute. Um, and that was, yeah, that was, that was a bit much. Uh, and finally... The, the last thing I didn't really like was that the the ports looked kind of crunchy. Yeah. They didn't look mm -hmm. very good. Like the It Takes Two port looked pretty rough, uh, as did Tunic actually looked kind of rough as well, which I found quite surprising. Uh, I know the Switch is a less powerful console, but visually those games didn't look very good. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. They're great games, and I'm sure the gameplay will carry over, but I was kind of taken aback by just how rough those games mm. looked, really. I also thought that the Final Fantasy Guitar Hero on Switch was a bit <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it just yeah. kept saying sixty songs, and then, oh, plus four hundred songs, songs. Yeah. plus another two hundred songs. Then more songs from this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It was that's this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And this is no comment. These these games are no comment on Nintendo. Obviously, these are that, that Square Enix. Is yeah, a weird decision. Weird. But uh, there was a lot there that that I was not interested in and the stuff that I was interested in, I may never actually play. Mm -hmm. uh, so there we are. State of play wise, what did you think, Peter? What what have you got that stuck out to you? Um, I've got another, like, not one of my three, but just a comment. I think Dameo -da uh, is how to do cards without pissing me off. Really? Okay. I how thought... much I hate cards. Yeah. yeah. At least that game is like tabletop board like role-playing game like why is it, was... it in vr well I mean, why is it in vr i mean yeah you're, you're Doesn't right make sense. but all i'm saying is if a game is going to force cards upon me <laughs> at least have it so that like i'm sitting playing D D at a table and i'm mm. like i've got a hand of cards and i'm mm. rolling dice and like play my card so i hate cards but those <laughs> cards i didn't hate yeah because they fit okay anyway three games that i liked mm -hmm. um tekken 8 I really like Tekken. I've played them all, all the main main series installments anyway. Um, Tekken 6 was a bit rubbish. Tekken 7 I quite liked. I haven't played it since it originally came out, but it was fine. So looking forward to that. Um, Tekken, I learned this morning, has the world Guinness World Record yes. for the longest cohesive, is the adjective used, the mm -hmm. longest cohesive storyline. Um, Without major breaks in development. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and that was a that footage apparently was captured from a PS5. It mm -hmm. is coming to Xbox as well, uh, day and date, I believe. 
I thought that the guy was fighting himself. I was like, are these two people the same? They're father and son, so. Ah. Yeah. One of them, his his boobs were like so pronounced that every time I see that screenshot go up on Twitter, I think, is that an arse? No, it's it's whatever. It's is it cats? It's boobs. There's Kazuya and Jin. I don't know which one. It might be. I think it's Jin's boobs. Is it this guy? Is that the screenshot? There's an old one and a young one. I think that's the old one. No, that's not the screenshot. I think Push Square keeps reposting okay. about it, and it's just this screenshot of like him slightly side on. Just tatas. And with the his what? His tatas. His tatas. tatas. Yes, and uh, and the shadow and the lighting. Like I just scroll. Is that a bum on my timeline? <laughs> no, it's just absurd pecs. Wow. Okay. He's yeah. so muscular. I have to say Crazy. that I, I've I've never really been that interested in the Mishima. Uh, Kazama um, storyline like the main story of Tekken is this like family who all throw each other off cliffs constantly they do do that yeah. um, and I'm far more interested in like whether you can play as the dinosaur or like whether <laughs> there's a bear in this one or whatever yeah. that's what Tekken is for me and yes. so you know whenever they announce the new game they're always like here's Heihachi and Jin fighting. Oh, oh, and here comes Kazuya. And I'm like, I'm not interested. Just show Where's me trailer number show me three. Kuma. Where's Kuma? Please? Yeah, I want to wait. And t- I, I want to see the stuff that they're going to show like three weeks before release. Where the man it's... with the absurd hair versus the bear. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll sit tight for that. But I'm just glad that Tekken 8 is coming. I'll probably play it. Yeah. Um, Haunted Hogsmeade. Um, trans women are women. Haunted Hogsmeade looks all right. I'm going to uh, play that game anyway. It kind of speaky, didn't it? Yeah, it kind of just reminded me of like some of the interesting side quests you get in like um, Oblivion and Skyrim, mm. you know, where like a Daedric Prince, for example, because it was like a disembodied evil voice. It kind of, I was like, oh yeah, so that'll sounded, be fun to just. Sounded a bit like Mr. Blobby though, didn't it? Yeah, it was a bit. <laughs> yeah. Got sort of that two-day. <laughs> that would be really scary. I think that's that's a PlayStation exclusive blabby, quest, blabby. I think that one. It is, yeah. And it also said, so you get like there's some outfit like a shopkeeper's outfit and then something else and then it said there was like a list it was like small print and it listed like three of the things that you get with it and i don't know if it implies that like you get the shop at the end and you can like run the shop because that seemed mm. to be what the story was about a child so gets a child wins gets to run the shop. A shop yeah okay. i don't know maybe mm. who knows um and then third from me of course ragnarok i think it looks really good mm. i thought the music was cool i thought the stuff with the wolves like shooting up to the moon the or whatever. The eclipse thing, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, I thought that was all very good. I'm not up on my Norse mythology, so I don't know a great deal. I know that the lightning man at the end was probably Thor. Probably. Yeah. Probably. 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 probably, yeah. Um, One of those wolves is Loki's grandson, I think. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Sometimes people give birth to like horses and stuff in uh, Norse yeah. mythology. Yeah, Loki, I think he's a bit of a rascal. By rascal, I mean he had sex with a horse at one point, I think, in the mythology. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, it's a bit so complicated. Looks great. Um, and uh, I'm starting to wonder... Do you think Kratos might die at some point? And uh... I'll tell you what, a lot of gods are going to die. Yeah. I don't know which ones. Is this the end of... They said that this isn't going to be a trilogy, but also... This is the end of the Norse thing. Yeah, yeah. they said this is the end of the Norse thing. He may end up just going and messing up some Egyptian gods. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even mean necessarily is he going to die in this game, but I think, like, do you think they're sort of raising a Treyu to be the replacement almost in a kind of Joel Ellie kind of I hope not whenever they bring in a child little a protege t- in a game like this you have to start to fear for the life of the protagonist I hope but... not if anything I think Loki will die and Kratos will go mental and, and kill, kill Odin yeah, and stuff yeah. Yeah, or anything I, I have no idea but I don't think 
I don't think they can kill Kratos. No, I think you can't necessarily. But then you know The Last of Us Part 2. Well, yeah, they mm. bloody dope. He dies a lot in the original games. Like, he I does get killed a few times. Even if he yeah. dies, and he dies he probably come pretty back, much so. in like every game. Death and then they're like, <laughs> when it <laughs> earns me. Yeah. It's a good line. Yeah. It's a very good line. Yeah. Yeah, I was just watching it thinking, he's got a little mini me there. And does that mean they're preparing us? But I'd like to think not. Mm. Yeah. Ashton, what did you like and hate? Like God of War? Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. New, where they were like, and one more big announcement, and then showed the controller. Oh, I said, love that. That you better not. Was so good. I was like, how dare you? And then they showed me the trailer. <gasps> I'd been kind of avoiding a lot of the trailer stuff for Ragnarok because I kind of didn't, I know I'm going to buy it and I didn't want to see too much of it. So I was a bit like, I'm not going to watch any trailers, but obviously I watched that one because it was in a safe play. Um, for VR game, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy from the Galaxy's Edge. That looks quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It's coming to Quest 2 as well, though, so it probably won't bother buying a VR Hondo 2 for that. It, it did, like yeah, Hondo. Hondo Anaka is the character from one of the animated... The Clay, 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 Claymation Clay show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that looks good. Again, it's coming to Quest, so... I the only thing I want to buy a VR two for is the Horizon game, and I'm like, oh man, I just I don't know if I can justify buying it for one game because mm-hmm. everything else is coming. Listen, to Quest. I mean, if Sony start just pretending that we exist even yeah. a little bit, then maybe we can get a review unit. But yeah. that's unlikely. Nice. Yeah, please, Sony, we're spent, here. They spent three years we're saying, sorry, sorry. Um, and then the other game that I thought was quite interesting was Pacific Drive. Uh, it's the first title from Ironwood. Specific and Drive. Specific Drive. That one. Um, I don't know if I'll play it, but it looked quite interesting. Yeah, it looked really um, interesting. So I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that one. Um, I don't think we got like a release date or anything, but it looks quite interesting. The one thing I didn't like... Hmm. I don't want Jesus online tag. Oh my God. I don't want you to reward me oh. with a, a 3D model oh, of why? a goddamn PlayStation Ashton, 3. Calm down. It's stupid. I don't You can care. put it on your profile. Reward so me with collect. other things. Give me money back on my no, games. No, Ashton. Give me Here's a 90s Japanese mascot. I don't want it. I don't want it, PlayStation. Put it in your profile. It's just like Astro's Playroom. Yeah. But, but less gamified. I but don't... Then, the want people who don't click on your profile tapped. can see it. I don't want it. I don't care about it. It's stupid. I hate it. I don't like it when Nintendo did it. That Oh, you want some extra tickets to your profile? No, I don't want that. I don't want it. Stop pushing virtual tat on me. I don't want it in the PlayStation. <laughs> Just give me something Ashton, else. you don't have to you don't have to I don't know, you don't it. have to, but why is it making such a big deal about it? Because we're not going to, they're going to talk about it all the time and I don't want to talk about it because I think it's stupid. At every state of play, they'll be saying, hey, coming soon, PlayStation tats. Stars, we've added <laughs> 60 tats. new tats. I don't want it. <laughs> I forgot about that as soon as they spoke about it to be it honest annoyed yeah, me. Like, it's the kind of thing that I would have been really excited about 15 years ago I don't care about, no one wants that it's like stupid like free NFTs I don't want it they're not NFTs to be clear they've already had to clarify themselves these are not NFTs not, I know they're not <laughs> NFTs but I was just oh, I just it just really upset me when I saw that okay silly I don't care about here it here come the That's <laughs> bloody scroogeals and then there's some other anime game that I really didn't like, where she just kept going, uh, 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 and I was like, stop! I don't want that either. Did you fall asleep immediately after this? Were you too cross? And I had I had a little moment to myself, and then the next the day I woke up with a splitting headache at four o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I wonder why. So, I'm not saying it's the PlayStation Star's fault, but I also said that it probably didn't help. 
all the anime girls. Yeah. Incidentally, the thing I didn't like was Sin Duality and or Stellar Blaze, just because it's yeah, I, I don't care. No. I'm not interested in in that kind of thing. Yeah. The Stellar Blade trailer looked a bit more interesting than the Sin Duality one, but uh, as soon as it was no longer the weird beardy man with wires in him, it was anime and i was like i'm all right yeah. thanks there was one where the woman had jiggle physics and she was standing still and her boobs were like she's like huh? i can't find where i'm going boobs and i was like no turn off this right now anyway ben what did you like and hate i'll tell you like i really liked the god of war ragnarok trailer this mm-hmm. is probably the most we've seen mm-hmm. uh some might argue that they showed a bit too much uh i would we already yeah. knew what uh thor was going to look like but I'd rather not have seen any of that in motion, if you know what I mean. Mm. The moment where they split the sky with the arrow and would have been nice the wolves. to witness that. That seems like yeah. a pretty magical yeah. moment True. to witness. Yeah. Uh, but even so, looking very nice. Will be buying that game. Also, I might be buying the God of War controller because I quite like the look of that. Mm. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if I, when next come to your house, you've got a second, another PlayStation port, like a. Uh, Charging port with that many. controller sat on it. Controllers. You've got so many. Some of them need to be one. At least one of them needs to be retired anyway, because it's getting a bit tired. Wonk. Yeah, a little mm. bit wonk. So I'm just going to keep swapping them out. Uh, as soon as they, if they release a Spider-Man controller, forget about it. I've got it. It's mine. Forget about forget it. About forget about, about it. it. It's Tony Of course, I also like the look, uh, the look of Like a Dragon Ishin, which is a remake of the Japan exclusive Samurai Yakuza game from mm. years and years and years ago, which I think uh, Yakuza fans have been clamoring for. I'm a sort of uh, fair weather Yakuza fan in that I'll, I'll dip in every few games or so. I've played uh, four sixth and judgment and i really like them judgment slightly less so uh of course they have rebranded yakuza now to like a dragon so this will be called like a dragon ishin and uh oh, yakuza is called like time. a dra- dragon that's what they've changed it yeah. to now ah. so yeah they've, they've dropped the yakuza thing now i think uh judgment is its own series as well ah. Uh, so yeah it's called Like a Dragon Ishin and that looks pretty cool I would like to give it a try it looks absurd and they've added some sort of popular characters in there like I think I don't know if Majima was always in there uh, but he is in there certainly in this trailer I think they have added some stuff in anyway I don't know an awful lot about it but this game I think was a PS3 game originally and people were saying ah oh, I really want to play that why why aren't you porting that one and now here we are. It's coming in remake form. So that's exciting. Additionally, Rise of the Ronin, which is a Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja Feudal Japan action RPG. That looked pretty cool. Looked a bit uh, Ghost of Tsushima a little mm. bit. So I am cautiously optimistic for that one. And I'm interested to see how that that comes along. Uh, although it's a little way off, I think. What I didn't like, mm. given that it was a Japan-centric PlayStation um, state of hooray, was that there was uh, no Bloodborne. There was no FromSoft, there was no Silent Hill, and there was no Metal Gear Solid, which were all the sort of big swings. Like, oh, if there was a time to announce it, this is probably the time, but it was still quite unlikely. So, yeah, Mm. there were games there that I didn't like. But on the whole, for me, there were a lot of games there that I actually was quite interested in Mm -hmm. and will be keeping an eye on, including Specific Drive. Yeah. I'm not so... uh keen on uh rise of the ronin or um like a dragon because uh i've said before sounds like a problematic statement to make but i'm just not i'm never really that bowled over by like kind of eastern 
Japanese culture yeah, sort of like set that, games. that kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is not because I mean this just in: Peter hates all Japanese people. Right, <laughs> print that confirmed. now. Confirmed. Triple jump rumor confirmed. But you know, I also I'm not that interested in, for example, Romans or whatever. It's not, <laughs> you know, there's Romans. various. Uh, don't exist anymore, Peter. <laughs> no, they don't. That's true. Well, neither do, do samurai in that sense. You true. Know, feudal Japan true, doesn't true, exist. True. No, just There's just various, <laughs> you know, almost kind of tropey or what, what, what would the word be? Archetype, historical. I can't archetypes. believe you don't like Romans. I hate Romans. That's really strange. You know, I've got opinions. Romans on, are so cool. I like pirates. I don't yeah. like Spartans. You like the Victorian like feudal, era. I like the Victorian era. I, I, I you know. There's things that I do like and things I don't like. And one of the things I'm not ever that interested in is sort of feudal Japan. The Japanese. All of the, <laughs> or just anywhere that's not England. Don't I, care. I find it to be too much most of the time, but in some instances, just right. Mm. As with Persona and Yakuza. Yeah. Um, but yeah. See, Persona, like I'm, I'm, I think modern kind of Japanese stuff. Right, like slice, slice of life stuff I find really interesting. Yeah, that yeah. sort of uh, escapism is, mm-hmm. uh, is really cool. Well, wonderful. That's what we thought of the Nintendo Direct and State of Hooray. Uh, Let us know in the comments what your favorite games were, what your least favorite moments were, what you thought of the conferences overall. Are you excited for something in particular? Shout it at us in the following places. He's trying to grab his paper. There With it just is. my thumb. But it was Ew, just I didn't too like the way your away. knuckles were like clanking against yeah, the Yeah, sorry. Clanking. I didn't mean to do <laughs> it. I thought I could reach it with my thumb, but I couldn't. Uh, YouTube.com and twitch.tv <laughs> forward slash Team Triple Jump. It's where all of our video content and live streams happen when we're streaming on both Twitch and YouTube. We are modded by Lord Brotovich, Trailing Badger, and Mr. Black. Hey, did you know if you've got Amazon Prime, part of the bundle is a free Twitch sub? It's free in the sense that it's no extra cost if you've already got the bundle. So that's what I mean. So and it's September. Spend that on us. Yeah, it's September it's as well. Yeah, that's right. Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. We are on social media in those places. We put um, video and live stream announcements on there. Legacy video content. Twitch stream highlights of the week. The weird news posts. All sorts of things like that. So go and have a look. Little teasers for worst games ever and weirdest games ever. We do those now as well. Uh, so thank you to Fraser for looking after those for us. We've also got a TikTok. It's tiktok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump, where we put our ticks and sometimes talks. Mm. Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump is where you can go to look at our Patreon rewards. There are loads of them. You can ask questions on this podcast. You can uh, get access to the other podcast. You can get early worst games ever and weirdest games ever and lots of other things too. So go and have a look at all the different tiers and choose one if you like. Go on. We have a website. It's triplejerk.map. That's triplejuu.mp. It spells jump. jump. It's, it's very, very clever. clever. Um, if you want to our Discord, and go to triplejerk.map forward slash Discord and chat with our wonderful community. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori and Holloway. So tell you to do something, bloody well do it. If you listen to the podcast in its audio forms, maybe you're moving into a place this weekend and fancy having our dulcet tones to keep you company. Why not go to triplejet.map forward slash podcast. If you want to watch one of the live streams, if you've missed one during the week, go to triplejet.map forward slash VODs. And if you want to book a cameo from us, maybe you've got a birthday or bar mitzvah or christening or wedding coming up, why not go to triplejet.map forward slash cameo. And if you want to buy some sick and cool merch like this, like this, this is no longer available. This is also no longer available. Not at the moment. At the moment, anyway. It might be re-available. Oh, 
Um, you can go to triplejumpshop.com and also make sure you're following at Triple Jump Shop on Twitter for the latest merch announcements. We have got new merch in the works. Mm. New merch in the works. And uh, we've got, we're, we're already, we've come up with a drop for winter slash Christmas time. Christmas. We'll tell you about it in a minute, Ashton, because you were off yesterday. Yeah. Um, and uh, we should also have a mini drop coming soon. Yeah, something's been sat on my desk for like a month now. Yeah, we're, and we're, I'm just we're moving at it every with it. day. We I'm wanted like... to come up with something else to drop alongside it, and it will be coming. Yeah. Spoon. Mm. Why not follow Peter and Ashton on Instagram and Twitter at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton and myself just on Twitter at confused underscore dude. We do lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint stream. Lazy. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday being solo streams on Twitch. Worst Games Ever is fortnightly Friday for patrons of a certain tier, Sunday for everyone else, the podcast every Saturday, and we do shows all the flipping time. Come by and check them out. Why not leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. We really appreciate it. Uh, this week, we've got Worst Games. We have. It's, um, should we say? We, we Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. We've got a Worst Games Ever. I'll say it's Paddington Bear. Ooh, it, I'll say... I'll, I'll say, say blimey. Uh, and it's a blast game, so you know it's going to be... <laughs> Stinker. Yellow. It's yellow. The budden. The budden. It's going to tell press you... the Paddington budden to eat a marmalade sandwich. <laughs> Horrible. It's very uh, fitting as well. Did you pick my Paddington No, no. It was completely by chance, and yeah. we were thinking, is it okay to release that a day before Thank you, the Mom. Queen's funeral? Will people be Not cross? Everything. Um, no, we don't think so. There's no reference of the Queen. It's, no. It's just our bad. It was pure, <laughs> pure chance um, the way it went. Yeah. So, yeah. Please stop leaving marmalade sandwiches outside of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, don't, the don't seagulls are... Marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> the rats and the, the seagulls like, are like, oh, yeah, don't mind if <laughs> I do. Mm. It's one thing putting the... I think it's one thing putting the teddies there, which, you know, at least they're not going to like rot and eventually someone will come by and probably yeah. collect them give all it to a homeless person to a charity or if something. you've bought your marmalade sandwich to Buckingham Palace so you can't put there just go give it to a homeless worse person worse still they're in plastic bags as well yeah. so they'll either be eaten by vermin uh, or they'll just sort of sit and go mouldy inside a plastic bag that's mm. a really nice tribute to her madge donate it? to a food bank so, instead how yeah. about that Thanks. not an actual sandwich in a bag no though. it's probably not a good just idea just a loaf of bread if yeah. that's all right. And maybe some marmalade. Some marmalade. Yeah. Yeah. We're just about to record After Dark as well, the bonus podcast that yeah. we do for patrons. If you want to see us get all uh, rude and crude with attitude, we answer all <laughs> questions not relating to games, basically. So if you want to get access to that podcast and ask questions on it, patreon.com forward slash team triple Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We hope that you are doing well and looking after yourselves. There's just enough time to talk about this week's sponsor, which is, once again... PlayStation's State of Hooray, yeah. which is what they'll be calling it from now on. Hip, hip. Because, hooray. Play. Because we're, hip, play. hip. Hooray. Play. Because we're all, hip, ag- hip. hooray. Play. Because we're all agreed that it was a great show. Thumbs up. Ashton's tired. If they show me stars again. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'll kick off. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.